Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Remarkable day. Let's start with the story of Jai McNeil and the story of... What an incredible result this is for Twilight Payment. Damien Ratcliffe, the Chief Racing Rider of the Age, has had a very, 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 very busy day, so I appreciate him finding a few minutes for us tonight here on Time On. Damien, welcome back. Any time for you, Jack Everin. Hey, you're a good man. Um, Jai McNeil, (laughs) we spoke to Gerald Egan about 20 minutes ago, the mentor of Jai McNeil. Uh, His life changed today, didn't it? Oh, it did. He's one of the really nice guys, Jai. I um, I get along with him really well. Um, it's it's surprising to know that he's only 25. Um, I wish I was still 25. There's so <laughs> much uh, so much still ahead of him, and uh, it was only his second Group One win today. He won on Kingswell Dream in the Turnbull Stakes last year, and that horse progressed to the Cox Plate. And owners actually replaced him uh, in the Cox Plate despite him winning that lead-up race. So. Um, that hasn't stopped him uh, going on to do great things. He won more races than any other jockey in Victoria last season and finished fourth in the Metropolitan title at just uh, 24 or 25. And, and this year he's uh, picked up rides in the Cox Plate, uh, Caulfield Cup and now the Melbourne Cup and to win his second Group 1. Jesus was a great ride. We yep. talk about Might and Power, the only uh, other horse or the most recent horse to lead all the way in, in the Melbourne Cup. Well... I don't think anyone predicted uh, Twilight Payment would be so tough. It looked like uh, Tiger Moss race to lose with Karen McAvoy just stalking uh, stalking Twilight Payment wherever he went. But that horse just kept kicking. And, um, yeah, a great thrill for uh, Jai McNeil, who's a young dad as well, um, just recently. Um, and, and this is going to do the world of good for him. You can just see uh, more and more. Uh, opportunities opening up for him in in coming uh, coming seasons. Yeah, I agree. It's it's a massive change for his career as well, and a huge boost, no question about that. And one we'll continue to talk about across the night. Um, Damien, I, I was pointed to an article of yours that I saw on Twitter a few days ago, and I read it, and I went back and got it again. It just clicked into my head this afternoon about an article that you wrote in the Age five days ago uh, with Dr. Rob McGuinness, uh, a, a vet who's been working with horses for a very very long time, and he flagged some concerns about international horses coming over and their preparations and, and unfortunately the, the record that's beginning to mount up in terms of horses that, that tragically pass away. It, I don't say with any joy that it was a timely article, but it's, it's certainly some of the things in that article today certainly ring true, don't they? Well, certainly uh, there's nearly two issues here at play. There are the internationals that break down before they get to the race at Werribee. Um, and whether Werribee is a contributing factor or not is a, a matter of opinion. And then there are the horses that have uh, broken down or, or passed away in the race. And there have been uh, numerous uh, horses. Not all have suffered catastrophic injuries. Admire Ratke um, actually had a heart irregularity um, and couldn't be saved. Another horse um, was spooked after the race, Araldo, and kicked yep. out and broke a leg and, and couldn't be saved. Um and I think uh, I think even Red Cadeau, um lasted two weeks. I think they tried to save him and um, uh, had complications that couldn't be saved. But um, it is becoming a bit of a trend. It was only uh, in 2018 the Cliffs of Moore with the same connections, Aidan O'Brien and Cornwall, 
Um, that, that horse uh, suffered an injury and, and it proved fatal in the Melbourne Cup. It led to Racing Victoria conducting an interview and trying to discover where there were, whether there are any trends um, that, that, uh, that are leading to the, or causing these injuries. Um, they've, they've invested in a CT scanner out at Werribee. You probably remember that last year, Marmallow and Istolini were ruled out before the Melbourne yeah. Cup because the CT scanner showed signs of heat, which, uh, which suggested they might have been vulnerable in a race like the Melbourne Cup. Um, but unfortunately, at Werribee, we've all already had two horses uh, break down and, and have to be euthanised. And one of those horses was Wichita, who actually worked in partnership with Anthony Van Dyke. And, and when he returned to his box, they discovered a, a, a fracture in his leg. Um, and he had to be um, he had to be euthanised. So whether uh, whether they're not um, whether they're not conducive to our firm tracks, whether weight um, played a part, he was obviously the top weight in today's cup and hadn't been raced over thirty two hundred metres before. Um, they're probably not things for me to uh, yeah. to um, to hypothesise about, but certainly it's a trend that. Uh, not only for the, the sport, but for the public perception. Um, the, the sport's already gone through um, the knackery scandal that ABC uh, 7.30 report brought up last year. So this is something that needs to be addressed. Uh, Racing Victoria won't, won't leave any stone unturned. But, um, yeah, we're sort of... I, I, I believe we're obliged as a media to continue to um, report on it and report on it um, objectively and subjectively. Um, and fairly and balanced um, and give people the chance, uh, like Dr Rob McGuinness, to have their opinion on on, um, on why uh, this trend continues. In your article, Dr McGuinness explored Sandown, um, and we don't use yep. Sandown as a quarantine facility anymore. It goes through some track yep. upgrades at this time of year, and um, it was sort of deregulated a few years ago for its use. It, is that something that you think may come up again as, as something to consider using Sandown, which is a bit of a wider track and seems to be a bit more conducive to the conditions international horses experience before they come over? I don't think so. I don't think the the, the, the current facilities can't accommodate for the number of horses that they can at Werribee. Um, and uh, Werribee would have to undergo a significant renovation for that to... That to uh, that to host more horses, but uh, part of the argument, um, certainly by Dr. Rob McGuinness, is that Werribee is a tight-turning track. It's really a, tight, a triangle, and and uh, his theory is that horses uh, in Europe are trained on straight lines, uphills, big, wide-sweeping tracks, similar to what Sandown was for the internationals when they used to come here, and, and Werribee, um, perhaps them running around a tighter bend is something that they're not used to and potentially putting stress on on joints and uh, and bones, but um, it must also be noted that the number of horses that were coming out when Sandown was an international quarantine facility were a lot less than than we're getting now. Yeah. They were they were averaging about six horses a year, and now we're well in a normal year we'd probably be averaging uh, uh, 39 or 40 horses. Um, so certainly uh, certainly numbers have, have played a role, but. Um, you know, perhaps Racing Victoria has to uh, has to reconsider. There is a property like Macedon Lodge, uh, Lloyd and Nick Williams um, owns that is on for sale on the market. Um, there'd probably be no better facility in in Victoria to quarantine horses. So, 
potentially that's something they, they could look at as a lease option or a, an option to buy. We've been getting a lot of text this hour about that too, Damien, that it's for sale and that it's something that um, that should certainly be yeah. considered and, and no doubt it will be. Uh, appreciate your time tonight. As I say, I know you've been filing stories, you've been speaking to a number of outlets, so thanks for finding a few minutes tonight. Yeah, happy to chat anytime to you, Jack. Cheers, mate. Damien Ratcliffe joining us, the chief racing rider of the age. He's done a brilliant job. The age was a fantastic read today over the morning coffee and the morning toast that had that many different articles that had every facet of the race covered. I thought it was superb and thought what he said there was was great that uh, there'll be a school of thought, I would imagine, from those who think that, oh, they'll just try and bury this and, and they'll, you know, they'll act like it didn't happen. We just heard one of the most prominent racing journalists in the country say that he'll continue to report on it. There are others who are saying the same. And there are a number of people involved in the industry who were on social media today that they weren't ignoring it. They weren't trying to shoo it off as a, as a one-off. They were accepting that there's an issue. And just about all of them volunteered to try and be part of a solution. They recognise that there's a bit of a problem here, but they want to be part of the solution. And it's a starting point. That's, we, we've got to start from somewhere, and that's a really, really good... G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free, and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Starting point.